The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, and Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries and their ortho-quick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. It is the 10 o'clock hour on Monday, and that means it's time to visit with our friend, voice of the Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders, Mr. Chip Walters. Chip, welcome in. Hey, boys. How are y'all? We're good. How about you? Yeah, good, and we're... And we're like in high fidelity with each other today. That's awesome. It, it's it's going to be great. <laughs> I, I'm I'm really excited about it. Now this is a new option for us, something a little different. So we're 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 hopeful. We're feeling good, and we're we're going to keep it going. Chip Walters is brought to you each week by the law office of Blake Kelly, serving the listening area in accident injury law. Call Blake at six one five three zero five four five three nine or visit his page on Facebook. Or Instagram, Chip. Another tough loss for your Raiders. Boy, you know, and uh, a lot of us have ties there. And and yeah, it was. It was a 70th meeting between Middle and Western. And you know, you you go back and you look at the stat book and the team numbers from from uh, from that game the other day. It was very very even across the board. Uh, everything from first down. First downs, total yards, uh, you know, you name it. Passing was similar. Rushing was similar. Uh, you know, Asher O'Hara had a, had another good day, threw for over 200, rushed for just under 100. But, you know, middle is not at a point right now where they can make a mistake and or two and, and, and expect to win. It was two very evenly matched teams, I thought. And I think most everybody who left there felt the same way. But, you know, you, you had a mistake on a field goal, got it blocked. Uh, guy came clean. There's three points off the board that could have tied it. Uh, I mean, this was early on, but still the, the whole trajectory of the game changes. And then for the third time this year, you had a, uh, you had a touchdown taken off the board. Uh, there were two in the – Troy game that came off the board due to defensive penalties. This was an offensive penalty that uh, that took a touchdown pass off the board. So there's ten points that by because of two small mistakes you don't have, and and so you know those type of errors will get you in trouble every time. And uh, you know Middle took better care of the ball, but you know. But those two mistakes right there potentially made a huge difference in the game. You know, Chip, you you said that a lot of us have ties. And um, now that Middle is playing FBS ball and they and Western Kentucky are in Conference USA together 
and and some of us go back to other conferences and other rivalries. Who do we hate losing to more, Western Kentucky or Tennessee Tech? Back in the day. Oh, you know, I I I, I think you know it's it's all about time and place. I think uh, Mo in. Uh, and you know, I, th- I think right now it's it's Western Kentucky. Uh, simply, I, I just think there's there seems to be a lot riding on the line. Typically, this may not be the year, you know, for for both. Mm-hmm. But uh, but typically, I, I just I think there is, um, uh, and, 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 I, and I think part of it has to do with where we are in in time because. There's so much more back and forth and easier mm. ways to, you know, uh, for for each side to gig each other a little bit more, that kind of thing, where, you know, in, in back in our day, you know, it was covered wagon and they, they had to, you know, call the, you know, they had to take a, you know, by horse and buggy, take the a letter up there if you wanted to talk smack, that's how you did it. But, and, uh, but there aren't the raids on campuses anymore, like there were back in the, in the eighties, which I may or may not have been part of some of those, but uh, to Cookville, but, you know, it's, uh, I, I just, I, I think there's a, you know, the, the, just the way people are, I think here in the 21st century has, has jacked up this rivalry although we don't have the the uh, a, a a trophy to play for it does have the snappy name and uh and uh, and, it, and it gets listed really uh, because i think because of the moniker that it's been given the 100 mile 100 miles, miles of hate, hate or as i just call it the 100 mile rivalry hmm. uh, i'm not i'm not about i'm not about no hating and uh but you know when you see lists of you know, great rivalries in college sports or whatever, it now gets listed. So I think, you know, it, it's gotten picked up outside of our own area a little bit. No hate oration, holleration. In this. <laughs> That's right. Um, Chip, I think with Western coming in, winless as were the Blue Raiders, and as you mentioned, the 10 points that were lost in a three-point decision, it, it seems like the frustration – with this loss amongst various factions in the fan base is a little bit more than than the previous ones to Army, Troy, and um, UTSA. Is that has that been your read over the last thirty six to forty eight hours? I, I would I would say you're probably right, and 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 again, I think a lot of that goes back to you know who it was to, and like you said, both teams or winless and and you know and you have to tip your hat to to western with their game plan i thought they did a you know they did a really good job they were able to put together four double digit play drives to get their four scores uh and one of them was an 11 play 30 yard drive how do you how do you (laughs) how do you how do you get 11 plays in 30 yards, but, but they had an 11 play drive, a 13 play drive and two 14 play drives for their, for their scores. And, you know, and, and as a defense, you, you always hear defensive coordinators say, Hey, just keep make them, make them snap it another time. They'll make a mistake somewhere along the way. And to their credit, they did not. Chip, you mentioned that, especially when you're talking about a guy like Ty Pigram, who has the ability to extend plays and, extend drives with his legs and his arm how difficult was it watching 
Ty do, or as we affectionately call him in the Birmingham area, Piggy T. Um, how difficult is it to watch him make those plays and just kind of break that defense down? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've seen it with with our own. I mean, sure. We've seen we've seen uh, Asher do it. We've seen, uh, you know. Uh, and uh, he reminded me a whole lot of Dwight Dasher, uh, by the way he, he he handled things back there. And the thing that I was most impressed with with him was how calm his feet were. Uh, I mean, he would take his drop, three steps, whatever, if, on, on a pass play, and 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 his feet were just totally calm. Then he was he didn't have the happy feet bouncing around. But then when he made a decision, whether it was going to throw the football or whether he was going to run with it, uh, I mean, that next move, whether it was the, the release or whether it was sticking a foot in the ground and going somewhere came very, very quickly. And, 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 and yeah, because sometimes you swipe at air when a guy does that. And he's, he's got that uh, either what you've already called the little shimmy shake or the shaky leg mm-hmm. or whatever. But he has that ability to, you know, to 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 have that kind of dead leg a little bit, and you think you're going to get him, but he's able to change directions, and and uh, he, he really has. To me, it seemed like he he had a very good feel of what he could do, and did not try to do a whole lot of things that he could not do, and and also, I mean, and, and that goes to their coaching staff as well for you know, for putting him in good positions to be successful. Yeah, and being a, a – is a th- I think he's a fifth-year senior. He's a grad transfer either way. Mm-hmm. Grad transfer from Maryland. Yeah, and interestingly, Scott Schaefer, who's our defensive coordinator, uh, was at Maryland uh, for a short period of time and, and got to know Piggy, and, and, that's, and that's exactly what he calls him. And, uh, you know, when I talked to him last week before the game, you know, Schaefer said, you know, how impressed he was with him not only as a player but – talking about what a, a really nice kid he is speaking with chip walters the voice of the blue raiders um segment sponsored by the law office blake kelly um chip what positive do you feel like comes out of this game as you get ready to travel down to florida international well i mean i think you have to look at certain things that that have kind of been there like you know asher o'hara continues to you know, our, our, our pal Mike Organ covered the game the other day for uh, for, for the newspaper, and you know, and, and the headline that was on his you know on his story was, you know, Blue Raiders drop decision, and after another outstanding performance, you don't want to waste good performances by by uh, you know by your quarterback. Uh, I think you know. I, I still, I still think this defense is better than advertised. I mean, they gave up twenty, and in today's world of college football, that should be good enough to win. Mm-hmm. And it was. Uh, I think you, you, you take a, uh, you go forward with that. You did not, you know, turn the football over. Uh, you didn't have that big problem. Uh, so uh, you continue to see development from Jaron Pierce and Yusuf Ali in the receiving core. The the one thing that continues to be the head scratcher is is the traditional running game uh, with the running backs. You know, at UTSA, had a great night, rushed for nearly 200 yards, uh, and then the other day you had Asher with 
with 94 yards, I think. And then the other two running backs that, that ran the ball had a combined total of six. So you, you can't have that. You've got to be able to, to, to make people stay honest uh, on, on the run game outside of what they do right now. They're able to, you know, just, you know, cover receivers man-to-man like Western did the other day. And then everybody else, you know, just, you know, take your chances of, of, of trying to keep O'Hara hemmed in. Florida International 0-1 going into that matchup. Their only other game was a 36-34 loss on September 26th. So I guess that was last Two weeks Saturday. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. At Liberty. Right. Yeah, they, uh, you know, you look at them, uh, Butch Davis is the head coach down there. Um, <laughs> they, I mean, if you want to compare scores and and extrapolate whatever you want to from that, mm-hmm. they went to Liberty, lost by two. Western played Liberty at home and lost by six. So, uh, you know, Butch has, will always have an offense that's a pro style. They don't run the spread. They run a... They, they a lot of times will run two backs. Uh, they have a, a pretty good quarterback. Their backup quarterback, by the way, uh, was uh, played for J- Stone Norton that played for Jonathan Quinn. Mm, yeah, Davidson. Uh, yeah, he's the backup down there. Right. And, uh, and and they have a couple of other Nashville area kids on their roster. But uh, they FIU never has a shortage of athletes as they basically could stay in a three-county area uh, from the, yeah. where their campus is and, and get pretty much anything and everything they need. So middle put 50 on them last year and in, in winning in Murfreesboro, I'm sure Butch will uh, remind his team of that this year. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to play an afternoon game in Miami, which it's supposed to be, you know, if, if the, you know, right now I checked the forecast last night, it's going to be, 85 and hot at three o'clock uh, Saturday afternoon, but chances are you know we'll have some rain blow mm-hmm. in at some point, and and uh, Middles had good success down there, so and has had overall good success against FIU, but this team right now, uh, you know, they don't need to hurt themselves. They and and, I, and really, I don't think they need to worry a whole lot about FIU. I think they right. just need to continue to get themselves better as uh, they travel to Florida this week. You know, um, off the field, this past weekend was homecoming and things were a little different, were they not? They were, and uh, I I was fortunate to be part of that. One of the big events, as you well know, in – no tailgating that's been taken away and of course it was beautiful the campus has never looked better and and you know and you're just you know people are you know chomping at the bit to do that the other thing is the is the parade the parade the homecoming parade at middle is through downtown down east main and on middle tennessee boulevard is always a, a big event several years ago we uh i was asked to be part of uh you know a group that came out and they put up the big PA systems and we and we uh, we do parade commentary and and it's become a big gathering spot. Well, this year they didn't have the parade per se, but they had a virtual parade that was on on uh, that was video on Facebook and YouTube and on the university's TV channel. 
and uh, and I had uh, the fellow who is from Murfreesboro. He happens to be the narrator on the show Swamp People. His name is Pat Duke. He was my co-host, and we did what they called a shoebox parade. We had mm-hmm. over sixty shoebox floats from all over the country from alums that you know made their little float with their kids and took pictures sent them in the band had band performances you know talked with dr mcphee you know coach mcdevitt coach insel other coaches things along the way and, and had about an hour and a half tv show uh that made it a little bit different and you know it's kind of one of those things they they stumbled onto and had a really good idea and it got great And, and so they, um, you know, I, I think that may be something that might stick around in addition <laughs> to the regular, in addition to the regular, uh, parade. Man, that's really cool. That's a great idea. If there is yeah, any, go back, find, go back and find it. I think I put it on my, on my Facebook page. You can check a little bit of that out. That was, it was pretty neat. If there's any positives about an 0-4 start for Middle Tennessee State, it is that the last time they went 0-4 was in 2007, and they won five of their next six games, posting a 5-7 and record. And this year, every team is bowl eligible, so who knows? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chip Walters, once again, thanks so much for joining us. He's here every Monday, brought to you by the law offices of Blake Kelly. That's Kelly with a E-Y. Serving the listening area in accident and injury law, call Blake at 615-305-4539 or visit his page on Facebook or Instagram. Chip, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you. And when we... Yep. I I appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit of some additional college football action. Had a lot of big games over the weekend and some predictions that we had on Friday that came true. And uh, we'll talk about all that and more when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. <laughs> 